when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Good day to you, Andrew. Hello there. Andrew Dawson. Hello, Robert Mortimer. How are you? Black t-shirt, bit sombre, something happened? No, no, I just thought I'd wear it just because. Just pulled it out of the wardrobe. I don't make too many um, wardrobe decisions. Just pull out whatever's there, stick it on, go about my business. There's a lot in that statement. A lot in that statement, Andy. You hang your t-shirts up in a wardrobe. Yeah. You do not. I do. Yeah, I don't iron them, but I hang them up. I figure, oh, well, it's okay. I figure that if, if you hang them up, then they kind of self-iron, just from gravity. Oh, so, I think there's something in that. I think there is. So there you are, save yeah. some time. So, yeah, what's your problem with that, dickhead? If you, <laughs> I suppose if you put put a little bowl of hot piss at the bottom of the wardrobe, <laughs> this, you know, get a humid atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I must admit, your T-shirt doesn't look on iron, so maybe you're onto yeah. something there. Well, it's, it's black, it's hard to tell. I'm in a darkened room. So, yeah. What is your ironing situation, Andy? Steam iron, plain iron, I've no got steam. iron? I've got steam iron. I only deploy it for my son's school uniform because I feel as though there's an obligation when I'm sending him yeah. out into the world. Or if he's if he's going out and he wants to wear something, you know, vaguely nice, I'll, I'll run the iron over that. But I don't iron my clothes. Jesus, no. There's always a bit of a risk with the steam iron. About one in every... 200 puffs, you get a load of brown shit comes yeah, out, don't you? Yeah, do. you do. And it's it can usually ruin it. when you iron it something white, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Or you so, get... But you're still going gonna to stick with the steam anyway. I'll stick with it for now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> steam always, rem- always reminds me, Andrew, of steam trains. Yes. And steam trains always remind me of the Wild West and the cowboy scene, Andrew. Is do you that, like? Do you like? That's a very smooth uh, segue, is that the word? <laughs> Do you like country music and western music, Andy? I do like country western music. Yeah, I didn't used to when I was younger. I thought it was stupid, but I do like it the older I get, yeah. Who's your favourite artist? Who uh, is your favourite country and western artist? Oh, I like I like all of them. I like Chris Chris Crawford's Christensen, um Grip Shandy, um The Malting Sisters. Did you say you like Krispy Kreme donuts then, Andy? Because <laughs> that's not an answer to the question. <laughs> I like country grits. Would you, if you were a cowboy, would you be like a horseback cowboy type yeah. of cowboy, right? Or more one who's in like um, like a diner sort of more modern with a pickup truck and that, you know? What I thought there's only one kind of option. If you're a cowboy, you've got to be on a horse, haven't you? There's, there was no motor vehicles in the Wild West, surely? I know, but I mean, but in country and western terms, they dress up as cowboys, don't they? Yeah. I mean, would you rather be a proper cowboy yeah. on horseback or like a cowboy in a saloon bar just drinking? And uh, I'd be a, I'd be a cowardly cowboy, I think. I'd Still be the, on horseback. I'd be the coward of the county from the Kenny Rogers song. <laughs> um, but oh, I, he, I used to like those 
do you know those films and the um, <laughs> support your local sheriff? Yeah. You know, sort of they're good films, aren't they? Yeah, you pass the time of the watching them, I guess, yeah. Me um, me ex-mother-in-law used to go to line dancing uh, yeah. quite a lot. She was well into that. And there was one full of that who used to dress up in full cowboy gear every week. God bless and him. And he was properly into it. But um, they had to ban him in the end because he turned up with a handgun. <laughs> so, I was just going to say, that I thought you were going to say because he murdered someone. Well, he was probably um, one step away from that, but he got banned. So, quite right. I've heard you go line dancing on your own. <laughs> just you. On your own line dancing, in I the heard garden. that. Yeah, just you on your own line dancing. I would have stopped even hey, in Andy, a line. What? Andy, I'm talking about country and western music because, boy, have I got a treat for you today. Okay, what's up? It's a new intro song in the country and western style. Would you like me to oh, do it? Oh, yes, please. I will. Here we go. I've been listening to some country fucking music Trying hard to get my fucking mind less stressed I've been fiddling with the dial on the fucking iron Trying to get the creases out of my fucking vest I've been wandering around the local shit farm Thinking hard about cleaning up my fucking mind I've been tethering Alsatians to lampposts Hoping to get my fucking chakras realigned I'm not hot I'm not bright as a spark I'm Andy Dorf Olson I'm pissing on shadows In the fucking dark been sticking my fucking fingers into duck shit I've been throwing sticks and stones at my fucking cat I keep hoping all day for a fucking miracle Like waking up and finding out my belly's flat Cause I'm not hot, hot and keep I'm not bright as but I'm Andy Dawson I'm pissing on shadows in the fucking dark. <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Did you enjoy that, that Andy? I loved that. That was very um, professional sounding, Bob. I reckon. I reckon. <laughs> What's the story? But it's catchy, though, isn't it? Go and sing along, Andy. I'm not honky, I'm not bright as a spark, I'm Andy Dawson, I'm pissing on shadows, 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 in the fucking dark. Good song, don't you think? Love that. Who's responsible for the music there? The pop supremo rock character Frank Turner and <laughs> rock, bless him rock character Frank Turner yeah yeah how big, lovely of him to, to to provide that accompaniment for me big time I hope I hope, hope my singing did him didn't do him a disservice yeah thanks for Frank Turner for taking a, an hour out of his massive pop schedule to do that for us um, yeah I think thank that, you Frank that lays down a marker as well for other uh, big fans of the show I'm thinking Sam Fender <laughs> who's a fan of the show <laughs> I think over to you now, Sam Fender, to provide some music for us. So, what's been happening? Well, I've got some wife's questions. I'll All right. Much. Oh, oh, um, oh. Shit. Before shit. we go any further. Yeah? How's your health, Bob? 
Oh, thanks for asking, Andy. Um, I'm a bit worried. It's not great. Oh, really? I've got a cold as well. My voice is a bit... Um, you might notice it in my voice. I hadn't, no. Um, yeah, well, I'm knocking on a bit. You take. You, what do you do, you know? Yeah. I don't know what to say. I keep taking the pills. Got to roll with the punches, I guess, yeah. R- roll with the punches. Just Exactly, just that's what I do. Living from day to day, really? Yeah. Are you interested in me, Elf? Yeah, of course, that's why I asked. <laughs> I don't believe you for a minute. Have you um, no, for, have you included me in your will at all? No, I haven't uh, no. included you, Andy. So Nothing at all. We, we, Not even a small a small item as like a token of our, um, I don't know, friendship's the word. Association? Associate, what would you like? If you've got something in mind? Well, I was hoping you are going to surprise us with something nice, but I'm not really bothered. What, a sports car or something? No, no, something small. That I can put away in a cupboard. I don't want anything big. Oh, you want to put? You want to hide it? That the... mirror on the wall on the wall behind you there. That big mirror. Fucking don't give us That's that. It's a nice mirror. That it's a lovely mirror, but I can't be asked with the upkeep of that. No, you're having it. That's what oh, I'm leaving fucking you. Fucking hell. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Anyway, on with the questions. Andy, she says. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing? She says. I'm all right. Uh, Thank you very much. The wife. Couldn't care less, she says. Um, what are those strange little mounds or blisters that you sometimes get in tarmac surfaces? Asking you a tech question there. Strange little mounds in tarmac surfaces. Mounds or blisters that you get in tarmac. Yeah. I know what she means, and then they sort of crack. She obviously yeah. is associating you with the tarmac industry. She just wondered if you knew. I um, I'm flattered. To be associated with the tarmac industry, but it's, it's out of my skill set, I'm afraid. I've got absolutely no idea. Um, so that's a no, yeah? That, the only thing I could say is that when they used to tarmac the school playground and it was still uh, drying and still soft, we used to try and throw marbles into it and push yeah. them down so that the tarmac would harden around the marbles and the marbles would be there permanently. That was fun. Snow Patrol sang a song about that, didn't they? Did they? If you push them down, push the marbles right down, <laughs> right down into the ground. <laughs> Something like that. If you listen to you Snow for Patrol, that. if you'd like to provide some music at any time in a future episode, do get in touch. Andy, she hmm. says, when you wet the bed, yeah. do you, one, clean the sheets the following weekend, two, just keep covering the patch with newspaper until your face is jammed up against the ceiling... Three, sprinkle flour on the patch and then hoover it. <laughs> I have learned to uh, just cope with it. I'll just lie in the patch. It'll dry eventually. This is, Sometimes I get a bit of a rash. But, um, <laughs> you know, it does, it's no different than any of the other various rashes that I have. So, yeah, yeah, I'm quite comfortable with it. I've learned to live You're with it. You're just comfortable with it? I'm fairly yeah. comfortable with it, yeah. Three, of an evening... Do mm. you hang around the mobile chippy near mm. the flyover, chatting up the lasses in your pedal car? <laughs> <laughs> do you do that? Is that the question? There's no. I felt yeah. like there was a, Is that a, something that you do? It felt like it was multi-choice that there was something else coming. Uh, no, I'm going to say no to that. It sounds quite sinister, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> Thank you for the question, though, and the other ones. I enjoyed them immensely. The- the, the the next it's not really a question. Oh, there's more. She Jesus. just well, my wife went into B and M the other day. She was gobsmacked by it. Yeah. She'd never been before. All right, yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a home bargains man, yeah. Andy. Um, I'm just wondering what you think of that. Do you do you, do you prefer home bargains or B and M or? She just wondered, you know, 
I've got um, a love of B&M that goes back many, yeah. many years. I don't mind home bargains. I like home bargains, but B&M, it exists in my heart, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You said she was shocked when she went in? She was shocked at the the range. I'd say it sounds like a fucking advert for B&M. Yeah, she really was. I mean, there's, um, a, there's a great one near me that's got a massive um, garden on area, an outdoor area, a massive car on it, yeah. A massive outdoor area, which sells like yeah. all the garden stuff as well. It used to be a B&Q, now it's a B&M. Huge improvement. Yeah. So have you just bought tens and tens of tables and chairs so you can't actually access your garden anymore? No, I can't afford that kind of thing. sheer amount of shit furniture. I, I, I go in there for bags of cheese savouries. Ooh, uh, cheese savouries. I go savouries. in there for cheap jars of coffee. Sometimes I'll get some um, exotic booze that they might have on offer that I've never had before. Um, Rightio. Dog treats, very good for dog treats. Oh, you, you love, love them, dog. don't you? Oh, I can't, yeah. can't stop. And uh, and and that, yeah. And that as well, of course. You want to get that yeah. in as well, don't and you? That, yeah. Anything? Is there any other? Is there any other um, budget outlets that you'd recommend? I've heard of one called Farm Foods. I ain't got a Farm, farm Foods, foods? near. I've not. I've not yeah, delved into one. that. There's a there's a Heron Foods. Um, which is in the building in the, the little village I grew up called Shiny Row. Uh, uh, and the, the, what do herons eat? They just sell fish, do they? Yeah, yeah, pilchards. The the heron foods used to be the library that I spent so much time in as a child, and I feel that's quite uh, that's a sad indication of where we are as a society. Oh, studious uh, little boy, were you? Oh, very much so, yeah. Next question. I've got a little um, advert that we need to do at this point, but I'll completely do it. You don't need to have any input at all whatsoever. Infinity Rocket Finance is the new official additional payment partner of Athletico Mints. Whether you're looking to implement a booking fee, a processing fee, an administration charge, event cancellation insurance, or just a vague levy, you can rely on Infinity Rocket Finance for handling the transaction and never, ever entertaining the idea of a refund. With Infinity Rocket Finance as your additional payment partner, the customer service offering will be fully automated, impossible to navigate, and totally infuriating. 100% of the time. We're proud to be teaming up with Infinity Rocket Finance as our official additional payment partner, and we're sure you'll share this completely genuine emotion too. There we go. I enjoyed that. It was very good. I I was obliged to read that out (laughs) uh, contractually. Uh, what was it? Vague, co- vague payments, vague additional <laughs> sums. Just a vague levy, <laughs> any kind. I'm excited, Andy. Good, because it's been a while. I don't know if there's been problems with the production, but um, Netflix have released yeah. another trailer for the um, upcoming uh, Netflix box set about Phil Jones, starring <laughs> Phil Jones, written by Phil Jones. Yeah. Okay. Salford, 2022, and Philip Anthony Jones, central defender and utility midfielder for the Manchester United football franchise, is patrolling streets in his brown Hyundai 4x4, searching out criminality and gang-related activity, a hero that we don't deserve. Cut to close-up of 4x4's dashboard, a fly lands and is immediately crushed by Phil's heavy door-like fist. 
he clears up the residue with a wet wipe and places it into his recycling pouch. Close up, Philip's nose, his nostrils flaring as he smells gang-related activity in the area. He whispers under breath, Ooh, I hate gang-related activity. It makes me reek greatly and troubled. Better check my utility belt. Close up of utility belt. It holds one pair superdrug tweezers, a cabri fudge bar, three earbuds, an unrubbed scratch card, and a black pudding. Philip Anthony Jones smiles to himself. He is ready for anything the street smart throw at him. Cut to a row of dimly lit garages to the rear of a block of social housing. A group of great shady knobheads is huddled round a white Mercedes, laughing and joking and vaping. All classic signs of gang-related activity. Philip enters the street and flicks his headlights on full beam. The road is potholed and unkempt. Philip Anthony Jones selects 4 before mode as he slowly approaches the group. He parks the Hyundai some 20 feet from group and slowly exits his vehicle. His hand gripping black pudding and his excellent mind and vision focused like an owl on swoop. Cut to the gang all turn in unison and face towards Philip Anthony Jones. He holds the scratch card in front of face to ensure his anonymity and mystique. The main man from the gang shouts, What do you want, you daft bastard? You should leave before it gets tasty. I'll tell you what's tasty, replies Philip. This black pudding. I bet you feel right dumb now that I've reversed that back right at you. Philip utilises a short, sharp super waddle and is soon face to face with the gang. It is my belief that gang-related activity is in progress at this location. Namely, I suspect that you are in the process of attempting to steal this Mercedes car. If you don't leave now, I will be forced to go down on you with great force. Close-up leader members tracks through pocket. His hand pulls out a blade. Using his brilliant football in mind, Philip is miles ahead of this move. I can see you pulling knife out your pocket. Put it away. One of the gang has shifted to the side and is able to recognise Philip despite the scratch card shield. It's Philip Anthony Jones. With it deep shit here, he's been protecting the Man United penalty box for 15 years. No way we could ever penetrate his defensive guile. Phil Jones uses his incredible voice to assure a final warning. You should listen to it, mate, lads. This can only end one way, and that is with carnage and pain and another clean sheet for Philip Anthony Jones. Close-up gang leader member. Listen, Mr Jones, we don't want any trouble. We're just looking after the car for Tyson Fury. He'll be back any minute. A likely story. Clear off. Go back to your parents' house and read a good book. Suddenly the gang scatter. Philip's work is done. Cut to wide shot of Philip's Hyundai. Philip has forgotten to put handbrake on and vehicle <laughs> is moving at increasing speed towards Philip and towards the Mercedes car. He employs a super waddle thrust and in no time is at the side of the Hyundai trying to open the driver's door. But it's too late. The 4 before crashes into the grill of the Mercedes, causing significant damage. As Philip inspects the damage, he looks up to see the giant figure of Tyson Fury staring down on him and taking off his shirt. Bugger. Bugger. Oh, bugger. And that's that, Andy. <laughs> so I can't wait for this series to I come out. I absolutely cannot wait for that. Hold up. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, let's have some of this. Is this catchphrase? Play your cards right. Ah, play your cards right. Play your cards right. Okay, here we go. All you got to do, Bob, is tell me higher or lower. Starting off, five of clubs, higher or lower? Higher. It's a ten of diamonds. Well done, Bob. Good start. Ten of diamonds, higher or lower? Lower. Lower than a ten. Yes! Yes, it's difficult one, that. Two of hearts. Two of hearts. Higher Excellent. or lower than a two? Higher. Feels like an easy one, that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. It's the four of hearts. Nice, nice. Higher or lower than a four? Higher. Higher than a four. Turn it over. It's the queen of hearts. How many more to go, Andy? Not sure. Not sure. <laughs> queen of hearts. Higher or lower? Lower. Lower than a queen. It's lower. It's lower. It's I'm a six doing of all right. Six of clubs. Okay. Tough one. What do you reckon? Higher or lower? Oh, man, I'm going to go higher. They've got the stats on the side then, Anna. Yes. Seven of spades. Just one higher. Higher or lower than a seven? Higher. Then a seven. Higher again. It's the ten of diamonds. Ten of diamonds, okay. higher or lower? Lower. Yes! Three of spades, higher or lower? Right. Higher. Humiliation. Ah, ah, two of humiliation. clubs. Two of clubs, never mind. You have won nothing. Nothing, nout. So there you Not go. Not even a bag to put the nout in. Absolutely nout. Andy, I've had um, a new WAV MP3 yeah. script, yeah. something like that, right. um, from the Geordie Heat incident room. Uh-huh. So uh, I'll perform that for you, shall uh, I? Am I, I involved bring it to in life. Um, do you know, I'm not absolutely sure, because um, I've noticed John Joe Shelby is there, but no. Okay. Saws Andy, That's but he's fine. there. Right, so here goes. All right. Geordie Heat. Crime on the Tyne. Hot Geordie Nights. Geordie Streets. Full of crime. 
Jordi Heats. Interior Jordi Heats Incident Room. John John Shelby is cooking some liver on a camping stove. PC Carol Beardsley is eating egg custard tarts. Community PC Peter Beardsley is reading a book of poems by Benjamin Zephaniah. <laughs> DI Eddie Howe is on the eBay looking at mouse mats. The phone rings and is answered by PC Denise Welsh. Hello, Jordi Heat Emergency Hotline. How might I help you, pet? It's Mr. Oh. It's, I can't do the voice because we can't do it because of his cold. Oh my uh, god. I'll have to try one. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hello, Jordy Heat. Oh no. It's Mr. Sting from the massive house <laughs> with the massive drive and the massive oil tank and the massive supercar <laughs> that's faster than the fastest car in the world. I'm sorry, I got a bit of a cold. Like. <laughs> Oh, hello, Mr. Sting. She looks around at the rest of the squad with a look on her face that suggests she is on a day's work experience at the shit farm. What's the matter this time? Don't take that tone with me, young lady. I pay good money for your service and demand to be treated like an emperor. Or at the very least, like I'm high up in the armed forces. I demand to speak to your chief executive. Quite frankly, your attitude stinks more than one of Trudy's moonbeam smoothies. I can't do it, and I'm so sorry. Will you? Will you do sting? Give it a go. I can't do it. It's a waste of time, isn't it? Yeah, I'll have a go. All, All right. right. I demand to speak to your chief executive. Quite frankly, your attitude stinks more than one of Trudy's moonbeam smoothies. How's that? Oh, that's fine. Thank you. Oh, right. Okay, Mr. Sting, says Denise. Putting you through to D.I. Eddie Howe. Just putting you on hold for a second, pet. She turns and speaks to D.I. Eddie Howe. It's Mr. Sting. He wants to speak to you, boss pet. Oh, for fuck's sake, Denise. I'm on the eBay. Can't you tell him I've gone out fucking clubbing or something? Oh, I'm sorry, boss pet. I've already said I'm putting him through. Strike a light and burn all my fucking savings. Pull the fucker through and let's hear what bollocks is occurring. <laughs> Hello, is that Mr. Sting? This is D.I. House speaking. How may I fucking help you? Well, you can stop starting with the swearing, you man, for a start. No fucking chance. Now, what do you fucking want, Squire? Oh, that's the actual sensible question. Let me explain. Trudy is away on a gong-making course, and as you may or may not know, when she isn't here, I generally make myself a massive spaghetti bolognese. Are you keeping up with me? Yes. Well, as I was chopping the onions with my super knife, that is sharper than the sharpest knife in the world, I looked up out the window and I saw a face staring at me. Are you keeping up? Yes. When our eyes met and he saw the super knife, he scattered and ran into the garage. Trudy left the door open when she took a mega car to drive to the Gongathong. Are you following me? Yes. Well, I took off me plenty of slippers and got into me clogs, which are made of the hardest toffee known to mankind. I chased after him. He was nowhere to be seen in the garage, even with me massive torch and 
excellent eyes, but I can hear scrolling around in the roof space of the garage. Yes. I need you send a Johnny Heat squad car round with full lights and sirens and decent sized stepladder and a net and a stone gun and lots of that yellow tape, you understand? Yes. (laughs) Cut to exterior Sting's garage. Sting is sat on a wheelbarrow full of buttonless squashes outside the open garage door. D.I. Howe and P.C. Carol Beasley emerge from a Geordie Heat squad car. Not far behind them is P.C. Peter Beardsley on his moped <laughs> with a stepladder under one arm. You lot took your time and I can barely hear the sirens. And did you shut the massive gate behind you? Eddie turns to P.C. Peter Beardsley who has just pulled up. Did you shut the fucking massive gates behind you, Peter? Uh, no, I couldn't, boss, you know, because uh, of the stepladder. I thought uh, that it would be automatic, like, uh, you know, electric, electric, where, where, clunk, uh, clunk, clunk, shut. How dare you suggest my massive gates are manual? The button that shuts them's in the hallway, and I can't leave me post here under squash barrow, or else the intruder might escape. Go and shut the fucking gate, Peter, and don't fuck about. We need all the manpower here in fucking situ. Peter drives off on his moped. Right, could you see that hatch in the roof that's open? Yes. Well, the ladder that was there's gone, so I've deduced that the intruder has fixed it up into the loft with him. I agree with your fucking diagnosis. Carol, fetch me the stepladder. Oh, Jesus wept. That fat-faced creep has taken it back up to the gates with him. He's such a useless milky bag of fucking nout. He should be back in one minute, especially if he has a turbo switch on his moped like I have. Well, I guess we'll just have to fucking wait. No worries. I've written a new song for me, loot, which will help fill in the time. Carol and Eddie look at each other in a way to suggest that they've been asked to jet-rod John McCrillick's Kazi. Sting fetches his lute and begins to sing. Oh, God. Oh, Mr Sting, yes, Mr Sting, let's all sing him some praise. Cos Mr Sting, yes, Mr Sting, he cooked a bolognese. He super knifed in a lightning strike and chopped the onions fine. And his mega pan and his golden hand had the pasta ready on time. Oh, Mr Sting, that Mr Sting deserves a Michelin star. Cause the bolognese, yes the bolognese, six four eleven car. <laughs> PC Peter Beardsley arrives back with the stepladder. <clears throat> Why did you take the ladder with you, you bent-faced moron? And uh, no, sorry, though, I just wasn't thinking straight. You know, though, I, I would like to say that. I don't think it's easy in hindsight to uh, realise I shouldn't have hauled the ladder up to massive gates, but. I think in the excitement at the moment is forgivable. Bullshit! Give me that ladder! (laughs) Carol climbs the ladder and shouts up into the void. I'll give you three fucking seconds to get down here or I'll come up there and lamp you so hard your tongue will hang out of your arsehole and your brain will turn into dandelion and fucking bear dog. Three, two... At this point, the sound of footsteps are heard in the loft, and a pair of legs emerges from the hatch. 
Carol moves out of the way and a naked man falls down onto the garage floor. Seize him! Seize him and kick him in the balls like a good un. Carol kicks him in the balls. The naked figure lets out a groan and then starts crawling towards D.I. Howe. Yeah, I recognise this bloke. It's Rob Green, you know, from the wartime song and uh, the Extreme Mackerel Show. It fucking is it all! What's your game, mate? Were you trying to make my spag ball, you shitty midnight creamer? Robson Green lifts his head up and speaks. Ah, oh, look, I'm sorry, Mr Sting. It was the only way I knew that I could get to meet anyhow. I thought I'd never recover from the loss of Rafa Benitez, but Mr Howe has given me a new hope and a new love in my life. Eddie fucking Howe, may I shake your hand? Robson stands up naked in front of Eddie Howe. He has attached a toothbrush to his dongle with an elastic band. No, you may fucking not. I don't shake the hand of petty fucking crims, especially naked ones with a fucking toothbrush attached to their fucking dingle. <laughs> oh, please, Mr Howe, I've waited for your touch for a long, long, lonely time. I'm telling you, I need your love. Please, Mr Howe. Cuff him, Carol, and remove that toothbrush before someone gets hurt. <laughs> yes, boss, I shall remove it with great fucking pleasure. Uh, would you prefer, you know, like if I got it, love? No, I fucking wouldn't. Well, Mr. Fucking Sting, <laughs> I think that's sorted out your fucking problem. Yes, I am mainly impressed and shall return to my spag boy and songwriting. Well, in that case, I wish you all the fucking best with that and good luck with all your future fucking endeavours. Shut up and goodbye from Sting. <laughs> Geordie Heats. Did you enjoy that, Andy? <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. I Good enjoyed getting to be Mr Stig there. That was great. We've got some um, topical comedy from um, topical comedian Liam Casserole. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, we'll just see what he's been uh, commenting on this week. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the BBC <laughs> the BBC's got a brand new new studio this week. <laughs> Let's see if they can bring us some better news. Very good. I see that uh, Mick Jagger has tested positive for COVID this week. Uh, I don't think he'll be getting any satisfaction from that. God help us. Have you seen the price of petrol out there these days? <laughs> it won't be long before we can't even afford to drive to the petrol station to buy petrol from the petrol station. Very good. Yeah. Any feedback you want us to pass on to him? Um, just simply that I wouldn't use any of that material in front of um, any any human. Um, None of it's worth worth yeah. worthwhile at all. You go and use it down the pet cemetery. Uh, um, and that's even what then, I would recommend. Probably with <laughs> caution. <laughs> Have you been watching anything on the telly, Bob? Um, well, I've I've watched um, the last series of Better Call Saul to prepare me for the new series, and I've right. watched the new series. Right, um, greatest um, work of art ever ever produced. Right, um, 
and it enticed me to go back to the beginning of Breaking Bad again. So I've been doing a lot of that sort All of thing. All that sort of thing. I got I got yeah. about halfway through series two of, Bre- of Better Call Saul, and then I, I don't know, it fell away. Do I need to get back into it? Am I missing oh, out? Man. Oh, and it's the ultimate miss out. Okay. You know, it's like I, never going to B and M. Right. Oh well, if you've put it like that, then I'll definitely get back <laughs> into it. Um, what else? Anything? Anything else you've watched? Is that it? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I've seen that series about Sex Pistols that's on Disney Plus. I started. I got about five minutes in, and it it repulsed me. So, <laughs> yeah, it did. It was the first episode and a half or so was just just really bad, but kind of yeah. watchable. But it gets better as it goes along. So I, I don't think I'll be going there. You're not Andy, gonna, but that's not as much of a recommendation for you to, to go back into it. No, I've heard there's a new hostage thing on um, Netflix. German the, the, hostage the German thing, thing or something. yeah. Yeah, I've um, heard good things about that. Yes, I might watch that this afternoon. Sorry, I don't know what it's called, but um, I might give that a watch. Give us a second, I can probably tell you what it's called, because uh, my good friend on Twitter, Harry Flowers, was telling us about it. Gladbeck, it's called. Gladbeck. Gladbeck, The Hostage Crisis. Uh, oh, well, let's try and both watch that, Andy, and we can we'll report that. both back. watch that for next time. Uh, what else have I watched? There's another, there's another good um, monkey documentary series on Sky called Gangs of Baboon Falls. I recommend that. I'm just that, sound, that does sound good. Two episodes into that. It's standard monkey gang stuff. Territory, yeah. you know, fighting each other. Not with knives, just with fists and teeth. Um, so that's good. So I suppose that's enough for that. I'm, I've, I, I, had a, yeah. I had another thing to do with British managers, but I'll never achieve it with... Uh, my voice, because so we can it, save it that one up. sounds as if you're, you're flagging. You've done very well, and we're all very proud of you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Which is, yeah, pretty brave, wasn't I? I was yeah. pretty brave. Can I go now? Um, hey, one more time, though. <laughs> I'm Andy Dawson. I'm pissing on shadows. Pissing on shadows. Pissing on shadows. In the fucking dark. See y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.